This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 227, Five Things I Learned from Cold Calling by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host here on Optimal Startup Daily. This is where I read to you each and every day from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. We take all this great stuff from the authors that we've handpicked and gotten permission from, of course, and then we turn it into short audio content, usually seven to 10 minutes a day to help you improve your business life. For now, let's get right to another post as we optimize your life. Five Things I Learned from Cold Calling by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com One of the biggest questions I had going into my internship with College Works Painting, where college students essentially run all elements of a residential painting business over the summer, was how are we going to get customers? On the first day of training, I found out the answer cold calling. My heart sank. I didn't want to go door to door. Not that I was above it or anything, it was just a terrifying thought for an introvert like me. But years later, I can look back and say it was a really valuable experience. Here are the five biggest things I learned from cold calling the suburban streets of Renton, Washington. One, talking to strangers will not kill you. I remember driving to my assigned territory for the first time and parking my truck in what looked like a promising neighborhood. There I was. I was going to be the annoying salesman interrupting families at their homes. Could I really do it? I had no other choice. If I wanted to succeed, no one else was going to go out there and get customers for me. It was an uncomfortable and awkward predicament. I probably sat there 10 or 15 minutes before mustering the courage to finally get out and ring that first doorbell. Thankfully, the entrepreneurial drive won out over the painful shyness. And you know what? Contrary to popular belief, talking to strangers is not life-threatening. Not everyone was happy to see me. In fact, most people weren't. But most were polite enough to hear out my pitch. No one slammed the door in my face. And even if they did, would that really be the end of the world? I mean, was I such a weak character I couldn't handle a little rejection? What was I so afraid of? On that first day, I scored a couple hot leads and eventually closed one paint job. Not bad, considering the mild panic attack that almost hindered me from getting out of the car. Two, each no gets you closer to a yes. Cold calling is a numbers game. A certain percentage of houses will get painted each summer. If a paint job lasts 10 years, that number could be as high as one in 10. With each no I got, I knew I was one step closer to finding a yes. The yeses were out there, it was just a matter of finding them. In that sense, you could position cold calling as a treasure hunt in your mind to make the task seem less tedious. It was my little attempt at gamification. Cold calling is a process of elimination. With each house you cross off, your odds improve with the next one, right? At least that's what I told myself. 
Three, hit every house. During training, our sales coaches were adamant we hit every house, no matter how good the paint looked from the curb. I thought that was an idiotic waste of time. Why should I bother talking to someone who is very clearly not in the market? Turns out, there was some method to this madness. First, you never know what the sides or the back of the house look like. Of course, it's highly unlikely they painted only the front, but you never know. I booked several jobs from people whose houses looked beautiful. One was a new owner who just couldn't stand the color. And second, you never know who the homeowner might know or how many other houses they might own. I came across several real estate investors by walking up to nice-looking houses and scoring estimates on the rental properties on the other side of town. Start the conversation, make the connection. Most of the time, it won't lead to anything, but it costs you only a short amount of time and can pay off very well. Four, run, don't walk. When I was cold calling, I would usually jog in between the houses. I did this for several reasons. One, I figured the excited college kid running up to the door would look more like someone worth talking to than the guy slowly trudging up the driveway with the clipboard. Two, I could cover more ground faster. It was partially about efficiency. Three, even if I didn't get any leads, I could at least get some exercise. What small thing can you do to convey enthusiasm to your customers? Five, find a better way. No matter how you spin it, cold calling still isn't that much fun. It takes a thick skin and a lot of time energy to find a few qualified prospects. So in my second year of the painting business, I was determined to keep the cold calling to a minimum. One thing we did differently was to take out a booth at the Seattle Home Show. A last-minute dropout to the show opened up a booth spot on the floor that we picked up for just $2,000. From that spot, we were able to book more than $70,000 worth of work for the summer. By switching from a push marketing tactic to a pull tactic, in which pre-qualified customers proactively came to us, we generated a massive ROI, both in terms of dollars and in terms of time. You just listened to the post titled Five Things I Learned from Cold Calling by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And thank you to Nick for letting us share his post today. Nick retired from corporate America 
at the ripe old age of 25 and is now a full-time entrepreneur involved in a variety of projects. He's also the host of the podcast, The Side Hustle Show, which is for part-time entrepreneurs looking for actionable tips to start or improve their businesses. It's a great podcast, and you can usually find it in the top charts of the business podcasts in Apple Podcasts, so definitely worth checking that out. The blog is great too, of course, and you can come by SideHustleNation.com for a lot more and to show your support. Our contributing authors always appreciate it. But that'll do it for today. Hope you have a great weekend if you're listening to me in real time. I thank you for being here, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show, where your optimal life awaits.